0: Virginia. Did you know the law protects patients from surprise medical bills? Insurance companies and hospitals post cost information online. You can request a good faith estimate 3 days ahead of hospital care. Know your rights as a healthcare consumer. Visit controlyourcare.com to learn more about patient-focused healthcare laws. Controlyourcare.com can help empower your healthcare decisions, paid for by the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association.
1: Hey everybody, I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is our second episode of LDL
0: Letters. Letters.
1: A Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Mail Podcast. Wow, that sounded really
0: official. Did it? I mean this is our second one, so clearly we're sticking to it.
1: I guess you know what, we had talked about midweek messages, maybe? Midweek mail? I don't know.
0: I think I like LDL letters. Yeah. I like saying Letter. Yeah, no, that's
1: fun. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then we threw in the midweek mail part. We'll just say all of we're it. We're just
1: gonna say the whole thing. And it might
0: change. <laughs> might Who knows? It? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. You're we're right. just we're just figuring this out as we go. Once mm-hmm. once again. Once again. Well we've got a couple of great letters to read and discuss today. That is sort of the point. That's why we're here. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. Yep, yep. Um, And because they're both slightly long, we're going to split it up. Mary's going to read letter A, and I will read letter number two.
1: Well, maybe we should just be doing that anyway. Okay.
0: Take turns. Turnsies. All right. Okay. Well, why do you get to go first?
1: Uh, you said I was... Supposed to go first. See how nice I am? (laughs) Ladies first. I mean, ladies first. Oh, I'm the lady? Okay, sure, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Don't really think about gender. Okay. All right. This is from Catherine. Incidentally, not to sound more Catholic than I already sound, I'm not Catholic for anyone listening. Wasn't raised Catholic, but my middle name is Catherine. And your mother's name is
0: Catherine. Yep. But this letter is not from your mother.
1: I think. Jesus, <laughs> that not be weird? That would be a little weird. <laughs> but she spells it the same way that I do. Just hmm. a little, little uh, thing that we have in common there, it's Catherine. Interesting. All right, I'm going to read this thing. Okay. Dear Mary and Shelley. Hey, that's us. Mm-hmm. My name is Catherine, and I binge-listened to your podcast in the past few weeks, as you do. As yes, one does. <laughs> My friend Matt... Met you guys at Pride in Salt Lake City and told me about you. And I was hooked after the first episode. Hi, Matt. Yeah, didn't we just read his letter? I think we did. We need to get off the Salt Lake City okay, Pride sorry. episode letters right, next on. week. I'm 23 and was raised in the church. I also went to BYU and graduated last August. Well, congratulations. I just moved to the DC area for a job at the end of April. So I'm hoping to eventually go to one of your meetups since I'm so close by. Oh, yeah, cool. For sure. She should. Near the end of my time at BYU, I realized that I am bisexual. I was already starting to take a step back from the church, but this realization sealed the deal, and I officially stopped going in October. Again, congratulations. (laughs) I grew up in Oregon, where I thankfully had plenty of exposure to things outside of the Mormon bubble, which definitely helped my Mormon experience to not be as bad as some other people's. There were occasional things that happened— that did make me uncomfortable with the church, though. For example, I remember
0: one week for mutual—what's mutual again? It's um, when they have the boys and the girls meet together, age uh, 12 to 17. Gotcha. The beehives, my maids, laurels, and mm-hmm. the deacons, teachers, and priests.
1: Okay. The laurels were supposed to decide which temple we wanted to get married in, while the priests talked about where they wanted to serve missions. Oh, I hate that. Right? The constant drone of, quote, read the Book of Mormon made me feel guilty when I would read the Bible because I wanted to read about Christ, but the church wanted me to read about Joseph Smith and mm-hmm. the Nephites and Lamanites instead. Lamanites. Is it Lamanites? That's lame. so lame.
0: Lamination.
1: Lamanites. <laughs> well, you got to laminate your damn temple recommend, it's don't you? It's True. I also grew up with three brothers who were all very involved with scouts, and my parents were both always called as scout leaders. So I was constantly surrounded by my family, getting to do really cool activities while I had to work on
0: personal progress. Ugh, I feel you. I yeah. feel you. Can I insert real quick? For we're, sure, we're, only, do it. we're not even halfway through this letter. But um, yeah, remember either last week or the week before, we talked about the difference between the roles of beehives versus deacons. Mm-hmm. Um, My maids versus teachers and laurels versus priests and the responsibilities and things. And in the book, in the Mormon manual, the laurels, their responsibility was getting ready to make temple covenants, which means getting ready to get married, right okay, right? So here this activity that they're doing in mutual is that the laurels are trying to decide which temple they want to get married in, not which college they want to go to, right? Uh, which temple they want to get married in. not you know where do you want to where do you want to travel before you have to yeah, it's just not just where am I going to get married? Sure,
1: not like other life plans. No, that where the, the boys only
0: talk about where they want to serve missions. Uh-huh. I'm going to be a missionary. I'm going to be set apart by the Lord mm-hmm. to bring souls unto salvation. And the girls are like, I, I got to pick my temple.
1: For my marriage.
0: <laughs> For my marriage. God, yeah. fucking sucks.
1: And then I'm going to go to the uh, cultural center. What was it cultural called? Cultural hall. Cultural hall. And decorate the basketball
0: <laughs> goal so it doesn't look like a fucking gym when I get married. <laughs> or sealed. Or not sealed. Oh, my God. Uh, the reception. Right. Also, the part about that your parents were always involved in scout activities. Yeah, same. My dad was always doing something. And I remember my mom being in scouts, too, and she was wearing that ugly-ass yellow scout shirt. Hated it. Hated <laughs> it. it because I was doing <laughs> was young women's crap. That I didn't like, yeah, a yellow uh, blouse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, okay, carry on.
1: That's okay. Two and a half years ago, I went through the temple she puts in parentheses, I wasn't going on a mission or getting married, so I did this purely for myself. And I didn't realize you could do that. They
0: will make an exception if you have some reason, like I feel, I mean, you have to prove that you are ready and that you really want to make sacred covenants and shit. They and don't just let handshakes. any random person be like, yeah, I want to see what's in there. Patriarchal have- grip. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, how'd that go for her? Go oh, well, ahead. way to keep us on track, Shelly. Mm-hmm.
1: She said it was one of the most traumatic moments of my life. I clung to the fact that everything was symbolic and I kept going to the temple to try and understand it. But now I realize that it's all just made up. So she's beginning to think it's all fake. <laughs> <She> <laughs> Another t <words>.
0: t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> for sure.
1: I came out to my parents a couple weeks ago. Wow. That's amazing. It's fresh. That it's is new. fresh. Wow. And even though I specifically asked them to not preach at me, my dad replied with a very long email with lots of church doctrine in it. He didn't tell me that I'm going to hell or get upset. He clearly spent time trying to say the right thing. And while I appreciate that, I don't appreciate him telling me that I should keep going to church because who else is going to teach members to show compassion to the LGBTQ plus community? So that feels manipulative. Uh, yeah, <laughs> where he's like, uh, "Yeah, so you could be a light to the
0: LGBTQ community. Yeah, and just teach keep them coming compassion, and teach people how to accept you. And not my job. Is, my job is yeah. to find people who accept me. Well, period. right, and is, not make people accept me.
1: I don't know. I don't know much about it. But is the Mormon Church the place to go to learn compassion? No. Generally, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, just checking. No. Okay. <laughs> She says, that frustrated me more than anything else, and I get that. That is not my job, just as you were saying, Mm Shelly. I shouldn't have to go to church where people like Dallin Homophobic Oaks, well said, Mm -hmm. are calling us evil and wicked to tell them that they shouldn't be doing that. It isn't my responsibility as a member of the LGBTQ plus community to teach members of the church how to be compassionate. And going to church and hearing those harmful teachings is the last thing I want to be doing.
0: Yeah, why would you put yourself in a position to hear these harmful teachings that are coming from a man who supposedly is an apostle of Jesus Christ and speaks for Jesus? So if you're supposed to be somehow staying in church and combating that and setting a better example, what's going to happen when someone reads that quote during a lesson and you raise your hand and you say, hey guys, I'm bisexual and this is not okay for him to say these things. This is wrong. Yeah. You know what's going to happen? Your ass is going to get called into the bishop's office, and you're going to get silenced, Yeah, period. That's what happened to me. Yeah,
1: and I really think this is sort of a badly veiled attempt at getting her, his daughter to continue yeah. going to church. If she
0: stays in church, she'll eventually feel the Spirit. Of uh-huh. course, yeah, that's how they work. Yes. I know, because I did it for 40-some years. Just get them to go to church, and they'll feel the Spirit, and they'll mm. want to get baptized. You mean that heart cell? each mm-hmm. every time. Yep. I'm so happy to be
1: living in a place where pride flags hang from every other house that is cool, because being in Utah was suffocating, and listening to your podcast has helped me to normalize my experience. Hearing you guys talk about your experiences has made me realize that I'm not the only person going through this. And honestly, that's what's helped me to have the courage
0: to come out to my friends and family. Uh-huh. So thank you so much for what you do. You are welcome. You are welcome. Uh, seriously, this is why we do what we do. Absolutely. Is hearing this from people that we helped. Is yep. It?
1: Yep. You make me laugh and sometimes you make me cry, but most importantly, you make me feel accepted and loved. Even though I don't know you in person, thank you so much for sharing your life with us, listeners. It really means so much. Thanks for reading my long winded email, and I look forward to all future podcasts. Catherine.
0: Oh, Catherine, thank you so much. Get your butt to one of our next little parties we have out here now that you live in the DC area. I know. We would love to meet you. And what a wonderful letter. And I am sorry for your horrible experiences in the temple. We have all had them because the temple sucks and it's <laughs> freaky weird. Um, And I'm sorry about your dad's reaction. I know that he means well, but it still hurts. It still feels like, uh, dude, you're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. Yeah, for sure. So hang in there, and I'm glad that we can be a source of comfort for you. And yeah, we are friends, damn it. We are friends. We're here for you.
1: Yeah, so next time we have one of those uh, get-togethers, come on over. Mm -hmm. We're going to have another one really soon. All right, should we uh – Take a short break and then do letter number 2
0: do it. Break time. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. Hello. Hi. Do I get to read now? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay, good. This second letter is from a lady by the name of Summer. Okay. Summer, thank you for writing in. Yeah. Um, These last couple of letters that we've read have been more recent, but we are going to go back to the beginning of our time as podcasters and go through and start reading some of the earlier ones. Yeah, we sure are. If you're hearing us read recent ones and you're like, but I sent one in... In December, we're, we're going to get there. Got gotcha. you. We're going to get there. Well, Mike they don't take- know
1: exactly when these were sent in. Only the people that sent them in know when they sent them in. Okay, so never mind
0: everything I just said. <laughs> 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 why you got to correct me, Mary? Because <laughs> it's fun for me. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. Okay. But you know what?
1: To what? that point, though, we are going to try to get more of these letters yeah. read. That's yes. why we're doing this. Right. So there you go. We are going to go back per what Shelly just said. And look up some of the original stuff that we got. Hmm, yeah. thank, you, thank you for the validation. My <laughs>
0: you are so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Summer, this is Summer's letter. I love, love, love your podcast. Oh, sweet. You. That's awesome. I'm yeah. one podcast away from being all caught up. It's always sad when that happens. When you're almost gone, <laughs> like, oh, you can't no. binge. Yeah, yeah, I know. Why You You start again from the beginning. We have <laughs> a few people who listen to them over and over. <laughs> we have some people who fall asleep to them. Oh my gosh, we do have a fan. <laughs> And she messages us and she's like, oh my gosh, I loved your episode. I was asleep within like three minutes. And then I woke up and I went back to sleep listening. So she's not the you. only one. We have heard from someone else who does that too. But we just take this as time to say, listen, <laughs> the podcast is not to sleep to. We are actually starting a separate podcast called Sleepy Shorts, which will be stories to fall asleep to. So so be patient. That's on a slow burn right now. Be patient. Yeah, it's on a simmer. We've been a little busy, Pride Month. But uh, we'll get it out there. And then then you can listen to our voices. And for real, fall asleep. And for real, and it won't be offensive to us.
1: Yeah, because I'm trying to sound peppy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to sound peppy. Should we do peppy now, (laughs) just
0: so people won't fall asleep? Yeah, just you know, we just came back from a a wedding weekend. I know, and we are so exhausted. (laughs) Exhausted. It was a wedding. (laughs) It was fun. We danced. Oh, it was hilarious. We was hung great. out with it was family. Great time. S- yeah, slept we left. miserably. Yeah, <laughs> it was fantastic. So we're a little tired. We we just walked in the door. We yep. actually have not even carried our suitcases up the stairs. Yeah, we're like unpack the a microphones. Let's just do it. Yeah. So
1: here we are. Okay. All right. I'm, where was I'm probably going to repeat myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Because I'm
0: tired. Are you tired? Oh, <laughs> I'm a little sleepy. <laughs> so maybe we should listen to our podcast and fall right to sleep. That's a great idea. <laughs> I like it. Okay. I
1: like it. All
0: right. Back to Summer's message. <laughs> okay. First of all, she loves our podcast, and she's one episode from being, away from being all caught up. All right, moving on. Thank you both so much for sharing your story. I have three kids with my wife of 17 years. Wow. I love it. Check this out. We met in Relief Society, believe it or not. <laughs> How great is that? That is awesome. We were both visiting the bishop lots, trying to get better. Ended up being excommunicated at 25 years old. Wow. At the time, I was devastated. I didn't deal with my religious crisis until 10 years later when I finally took the blue pill. My blinders were blown off. I could finally see people for people and not people's sins. I call this my having a come to Jesus about Jesus. Mm. Even though I had been out of church for 10 years, I never dealt with the religion. At this point, my world came crashing down. Everything I had ever been taught was a lie, and I was angry, Wow, angry, so angry, mostly at my mom, believe it or not. My trigger phrase is, I will pray for you, uh. for the love. I can't. I don't need anyone to pray for me. I'm happy where my life is. In fact, I'm better for it. That's half of it. So- it's interesting, it seems like people within the church don't understand why people who sort of go against the church, mm-hmm. why it's hurtful when they get excommunicated. People within the church, TBM Mormons, like believing Mormons are like, mm-hmm. well what do you care if you get excommunicated? You didn't believe it in anyway. Just go, just go away. It's being excommunicated is it's it's very aggressive it they are saying yeah. and whether you believe in it or not, these people, this church that excommunicates you, excommunicate means they are cutting you off from God. Oh, for sure. They're cutting you off from your family. Whether you believe it or not, the yeah. people who are doing it believe that that's what they're doing mm-hmm. and they do it anyway. Right. That And that hurts. Sure it does. That hurts because when you're the one being punished, and you know the punishment actually doesn't mean shit It still is hard to sit there and tell yourself that doesn't mean shit because you know the people doling out the punishment, to them, it means everything and they are punishing you with Mm -hmm. it. That's so hurtful. Yeah, that is hurtful. It sucks.
1: Well, and plus, you spent your life growing up in some cases, growing up in this environment. Yeah. And everyone you still know and love still goes there. Yeah. And then they're telling you, well, you're not good enough. You got to go.
0: And that word, excommunicated, is like, it's so harsh uh-huh. i would i would cringe if my dad had to say oh yeah my daughter was excommunicated i just quit i turned in my my resignation mm. but that word excommunication is like um well it's probably like feeling like you got fired from a job you were at a long time no it's worse it's okay. it's like you win against the truth you are now holding hands with the devil and oh, we wow. want nothing to do with okay. you it's that bad it's
1: like a sentence to hell basically it is oh for sure gotcha for
0: sure Wow. Uh, so Summer, I am sorry that you went through that pain. Even, even if you didn't believe in the whole church thing anymore, that had to have hurt. And mm-hmm. I want to punch the dude in the balls that, that dropped the <laughs> hammer and said, yes, excommunicate her. Cause it was a dude. Clearly women have no choice in the matter. It's the men who cut people off from the Lord.
1: Well, bishops, right? Generally. Um, it
0: comes down from the stake president, bishop. It, it's, I don't know exactly who does the final, um, okay. but women have no say. Well, they're not in charge of anything. so there you go mormons suck okay let me read the second part okay i also want you to know that everything you describe feelings wise is what i have felt it's crazy it has taken me a lot of years to recover from the brainwashing i'm still in recovery Mm. i think my belief system is still evolving i was taught that we couldn't raise kids without god i guess i thought without god they would not have a moral compass but i'm here to tell you it can be done We teach our kids to be good people, to truly accept and love everyone's differences, to be good, productive, happy citizens. This religion has done such a number on me that I've questioned even the very existence of God. I just cannot believe anything anymore. As of right now, I have no idea if God exists, but I don't need to know for certain that he does. I do like the idea of a higher power, maybe an energy, but I do know in order for me to survive after my loved ones have passed on, I have to believe that there is some sort of life energy some sort of life force after death. This brings immense comfort to me. I need to know I can feel and or be with my loved ones when when they die. I don't know if it's true, though, and I don't need to know for a fact. It feels good. We don't belong to any church now. We've tried to find a new church, but it is hard to believe in other churches after divorcing the church. Mm -hmm. I don't trust or believe in that anymore. It feels so good not to be tied down." Again, thanks so much for putting your story out here for all of us to hear. This has been so very therapeutic for me. Yours truly, Summer. Aw, thank you, Summer. Yeah, Summer, Um, it's hard. It's hard, like, mentally leaving the church and then not really realizing how hurt you've been until later because mm-hmm. you think you're good. You're like, oh, I made it out of that cult. Whew. Yeah, yeah. And then 10 years down the road, it's like you're getting punched in the gut over and over and over as you start to realize the impact that it's had on you. So good luck for sticking with that. And I'm sorry as well that you have had to deal with, oh my gosh, can my wife and I raise these kids without religion? Because you're you're. when Brent and I were leaving the church, I had a good friend of mine who had a daughter the same age as my oldest son. They're both like 14 or 15. And she was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm fine with you like having doubts and stuff. I'm sure you'll come back. And even if you don't, I just worry like, how are you going to raise your kids? You uh, know, just yeah. promise me that you'll teach them morals and values. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You think so, yeah. that I I have to be a Mormon to have morals and values? Right. Well, I might. left the church to find my morals and values. <laughs> that now is such I a actually good point. have them and I can teach them to my children. Right. So it's like it's pretty disgusting and, and insulting uh-huh. when people who are in the church tell you that they are worried for your children because you've left, how will you teach them?
1: This reminds me of last week's letters episode when we read Jesse from Houston's letter about the, she was taking the Uber ride, and she mm-hmm. heard the, the preacher talk about how the idea that children are born good was a lie. Remember that? Yeah. And how um, they need to be, like, basically whipped into submission or whatever. Right, right. Um, Yeah, that idea that you can only have morals and values within a church system, uh-uh. It's ridiculous. My, You know, my mother kind of feels that way. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand how I could be a loving, caring, compassionate person— outside of christianity right she doesn't get it because she i think she thinks well why would you yeah and there's also what's the,
0: motivating you yeah why would you raise them you don't know what's right for wrong from wrong because right. you aren't you right. don't belong to my religion uh-huh. it's so stupid i am a better mom since we left the church my kids are better human beings since we left the church mm-hmm. absolutely 100 better
1: yeah well i'm glad to read this letter because it's uh, kicking off yeah.
0: Spirituality Month. It's yep. July. Yep, next month. and Well, right now. Oh my gosh, you're right. While they're listening, <laughs> it will be Spirituality Month. And I don't yes. know if all of our letters episodes in July will be surrounding spirituality, but for sure we will try to get most of them. And also in the normal podcast episodes on Sunday mornings, will be we'll read things that have to do with spirituality. Because it is interesting to see where she landed. You can see with Summer that she tried this, she tried that. She wanted to believe in God. Now she's not sure. They don't. They they want to believe in something after death. I think I'm pretty similar with with Summer actually, as far as my um, where I am currently with my spiritual beliefs. I don't even call mine religious beliefs anymore. Um, she wants to believe that some we go somewhere when we die. That there's still these connections. But it's okay that she doesn't know uh, for sure. So yeah, and good for you for just being like, and it's okay to not know. That's a hard place to get to. I struggled yeah. with that for a while. So Summer, I'm proud of you. Well, That's and awesome. I
1: think that. Mormonism and other religions, they'll tell you Mm -hmm. that our way is right, that this is the one true way, Mm -hmm. but they don't know for sure. Did someone actually return a report from the celestial kingdom to
0: say what goes down up there? Wouldn't that be great in one of these big religions, not that Mormonism is big, but they're very strict, if the leader of the congregation got up and said, you know what, guys, I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. This is our best guess. This is our best guess. (laughs) This is what we hope, and we might be wrong. So I'm saying we might be wrong, so just go ahead and love everyone. Mm -hmm. That's going to be your best choice.
1: Well, that's what faith supposedly is. Mm -hmm. It's a belief in something you can't see, right? So Mm -hmm. we can believe anything we want.
0: Oh, no, we can't. Not in Mormonism. (laughs) Faith is a belief in the Mormon principles that maybe you can't see. It's not just belief in something.
1: Well, I think everyone leaving religion— Yeah now has to figure out, okay, what do I believe, mm-hmm. right? But my point is, you know what? Sorry, guys, nobody can prove any of this stuff. Yeah, nobody you just, knows. You can't prove it. Mm-mm. So you get to go ahead and believe anything you want now.
0: Yeah. You do. freeing. It's scary. Yeah, It's very, very scary, and it takes a while to just be like,
1: huh, Well, whatever. a lot of the letters we've come across so far are from um, people who were raised in these very controlling, very strict religions. Mm-hmm. Now they kind of – aren't necessarily going to church. They're, they're not sure what to believe. And I think that happens a lot. I know that I had tried various churches on for a while after leaving the evangelical thing Mm -hmm. and it all felt watered down a little bit yeah, because of what I was used to. Right,
0: right, right. You know, I was enjoying the watered down version because it wasn't so strict. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, this church that we were going to when the, the, pastor who was a super nice guy got up and said, no, this church will not perform any gay marriages because it goes against what God wants. Mm -hmm. And he was very nice about it. he talked about all of his gay friends. He was, he's a kind person. Like I would be his friend, but I knew at that point that I was thinking I might be gay. This hurts to hear that they won't do this. And Mm -hmm. I don't want my kids to go to even the best church in the world that says, God doesn't approve of gay marriage, like that's just hurtful. And so we, I quit going.
1: Well, also, does
0: he really have gay friends? Are they really his friends? He says he did. He (laughs) said he had a gay friend that died of AIDS. I mean, who knows? And it's kind of like.
1: But I'm just saying, it's like, can you really face that person who's supposed to be your friend and say, "I would not marry you because you're gay"? Yeah,
0: I, I can't imagine. You're right. I can't imagine going to a friend of mine and saying. I don't think God likes what you're doing. <laughs> right? Like, I'd feel like an <laughs> asshole. Can you imagine? No, I don't want that person <laughs> as my friend. No, that's not a
1: friend. <laughs> uh uh-uh, no.
0: Don't you tell me what God thinks about me. Nope. I'm going to let God tell me.
1: Yep, goes back to spiritual shaming, kids. Mm-hmm.
0: We're not about that. Nope, we're not. Should we wrap it up? That was that was a good one. Yep. Yep. Those were good letters. Installment number
1: two. Yay. Oh, pretty
0: happy. Thank you, Summer. And thank you, Catherine. Catherine
1: thank yeah. you both so much. Appreciate that. And uh, don't forget, if you would like to have your letter featured on one of these episodes, you can contact us at latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. Mm, all right.
0: That's us. Yeah. Thanks for
1: listening. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.